Okay, guys, welcome back to the Point of View podcast. Super happy to be here today. And uh, we have a really special guest with us today. As always, I'm Gustavo. My name is here with us, the, our producer. And uh, we also have our guest of the week. And we couldn't be more happy to have him here. Hi, His guys. My name is Felipe Mochavski. Please yourself I'm, from, a bit about I'm Brazilian. Um, and today I'm here to talk a bit about me living abroad. That I have lived abroad for eight years. I have studied in Switzerland and also in London. And yeah, I'm here to talk a little bit about my history and where did I end up after university and how is my life right now and everything that I accomplished in this such a small time. Such such a small time. I didn't accomplish everything that I want to, to yet, but I accomplished a bit. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the crazy thing about Felipe is that he has a lot of cool experience abroad. And uh, now he's living in Brazil again. And uh, I think Definitely. a lot of the experience that Definitely. he got abroad, he's using right now. And it's really him helped a me a lot. And I think since the beginning, yeah, like, gonna... um, I, as I was talking with you guys in the meeting before, I left home with 16 years old. I was... Um, I went to Switzerland. My mom and my dad made me go to Switzerland because they thought that it was a little bit, I needed another experience in my life. I needed to grow a little bit, become a man. And they made me go and they were like, yeah, you're going for six months and that's it. Uh, but if you want to stay more, you can stay. But like I was, no, I don't want to go abroad. I don't want to live abroad. I want to stay <laughs> in Brazil with you guys. I'm going to miss my family. And then I was forced to go to Switzerland, not forced, but strongly, my, my parents strongly recommend me to go to Switzerland. Yeah. And then I went there and like <laughs> three days in the boarding school, I was like, this is paradise. <laughs> like I'm alone. It's, it, it, I, I always loved aesthetic, pleasing places and Switzerland is such an aesthetic, pleasing country. Uh, every spot that you spot is Definitely. beautiful. Yeah. Every every place that you go is so beautiful. So I was really impressed by that side. And then I did my first year in Switzerland. I, I told my dad, Dad, I think I want to do university abroad. I think I'm going to stay two more years here. And my dad was like, go, 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 go. My mom, do you? My mom was like, do no, you. come back. No, time has passed. Mom's mom's like, no, no, no. I, I regret making you go to Switzerland. No, come back to Brazil, come back to your family. And I was like, no, I want I really want to stay um uh, here. Um knowing people from different parts of the world, I think that's the most interesting part, and like understanding other cultures, and I think yeah. we use this a lot nowadays because with Martin and like we're living in such um a world, a, a worldly world, uh, with social media, everything. Yeah. I think everything yeah. is the same, and like I have learned a lot in Tassis with that, like understanding other cultures, respecting other cultures. I think it's something that yeah. in that time it wasn't that strong, but it became. Uh, nowadays, I use a lot of that knowledge in my my daily life 
And then I did three years in Switzerland yeah. and um, I decided to apply to university. But I was the, um, I was the D, DC student. I wasn't the A, A student. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I feel that. My, I feel that. Back in Brazil, I was more a mess than I was at Tassis. And Tassis, I was actually trying hustling and everything. But I had uh, yeah. dyslexia. I have dyslexia, uh, so I have problems writing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes speaking, I wasn't the best, and they were like, "Yeah, that's not an A student." So I suffer a bit that in my life. Right. But that was never a challenge. I always, I always looked at that like in a bright side, you know. Like I was always more creative yeah. than my class workers. I always like used that in my advantage, you know. So yeah, and I, sorry, sorry. No, no, don't worry about it. Uh, I feel like school sometimes doesn't reward creativeness, yeah. doesn't re reward people that think outside the box um, when they do grades, when they do testing and standardized testing. Honestly, I, I hate it. I don't feel like it's the best, nearly the best way to do it. Uh, standardizing tests are literally standardizing people and people are not the same. Yeah. So, so grading everyone by the same metrics, is definitely not the best way to do it. And if you're not good at math, you definitely can be good at something else. And uh, as you said, you, the, the life that you live today, it's so related to, to this area and being creative yeah. that it's almost like unfair to see and grade you as like a standard student and, and uh, making you take those standardized tasks. Yeah. And I think that's something you realize when you're older, like the point where you are in your life today, where you don't care anymore about grades and tasks and, and all that stuff that you had to do before. And now it's the time that you, you can shine and use your creativeness. I think that's great. Definitely. I think like I started using my, I think, um, I have studied in Brazil until I was 16, and in Brazil it's just standard tasks and grades and that. In Switzerland, I had a little bit of the AP photography. All my three years that I was there, I was doing photography, and it's where I found myself. It's like behind the lens. I as I told you guys, I really was a, a static person. I really liked static uh, pictures. I loved pictures, taking pictures. And I received a little bit of recognition in American school. However, that was like literally 10% of my grades. I, 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 it was 1A. And uh, it's just really difficult to find a university that I look at that. Because I wasn't this party guy at all. I was the artsy kid that took pictures. And then... Um, I applied to all universities. I was thinking in doing uh, a uh, hotelry in Switzerland. And my dad said, like, that's, that's not you. That's not you. I don't think it's the best thing for you. And then I was accepted at Regent's University to the foundation. Not I had to do the foundation year all over again. However, it was... It was really nice going to London. Like, I, I, I didn't know what, what was expecting going to London. And again, going to such a, such a country that embrace art and, like, you walk and people are fashionable yeah. and 
and it's everything you take pictures of. Um, it's literally the fashion capital of the world, and you have all the exhibitions in the world. You can go to, I was going to Sotheby's every other week because you can just pop by Sotheby's and like see all the arts and Christie's and Tate Modern was always renewing like monthly their exhibitions. So I love that part like of London. And I really miss this here in Brazil now that I'm living in Brazil. And, um, yeah, I did uh, global management with marketing in Regents University. Uh, and it was a really nice experience. The, the classes that I, 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 I really found myself there. That's awesome. Because it's, it's, it's complicated in such a young age having yeah. to choose a path. Yeah. Um, because you don't know what you want to do. You don't know what you want to do for the rest of your life. You always end up like choosing business because it's the it's the most yeah. logical thing to choose and it's what it was one of my options i i uh, i chose business with marketing and i don't regret that at all because i think business you're gonna use in your life a lot and um yes then i choose marketing <laughs> and I, it, it was really nice um Graduated just last year in September. I think I'm going to my graduation. Uh, they're going to have a um, graduation now that is going to be present wow. in, this September, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to go because of the yeah. of job and also the pandemic. The whole, bar, uh, the whole pandemic yeah. that is happening in the world um, right now. But yeah, it's crazy to, to see. And definitely London has a has a really unique vibe to it. And it's nice to see that you've found yourself there. And, um, but yeah, when you were talking about business, I totally agree. A lot of people choose business and I feel like that's good because business is definitely a wild card. You can, you can use it like with pretty much anything you do. And, um, but yeah, your story is amazing and we're going to get more into it. But before we start, how about we, I'm going to ask you something that you probably uh, you're probably not expecting it, but why don't you tell me something interesting about yourself that most people don't know? Most people don't know. Yeah, that, no, it's, yeah. it's complicated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an open book. As it may be. I don't think we talk openly in social media. Yeah. I'm a little bit no, anxious. <laughs> uh, it's something that most people don't know. <laughs> I think you can see this, um, and I have been treating this and therapy and everything, and I think it's something that I've I've been working with, and I don't openly say that, but I think it's I, as I go through life, I see less and less how I'm working with that, and like how I'm becoming less anxious and like trying to improve to. To live in a world, I, I don't know, but like live in a world where um, anxiety is, is not consuming me, but like it's basically Which is, this. It's hard because <laughs> the thing you work with, like marketing, is yes. a word that like it's a hard world to not be yeah. anxious. So that's super interesting. 
And yes, yes. Yes. And I think my anxiety at work nowadays, it comes that I have to be renewing myself all the time. I have to be reinventing myself every five minutes. And this is making me a little bit anxious, this world. So, yeah, that's something. It's, it is something negative that I'm turning into positivity because I'm working on myself. I'm like taking rest and like trying to make myself feel a little bit better at times and like respect my time because I think nowadays we are not respecting our time. We, um, in the world that I'm living in, working with marketing and everything. So like respecting my time, respecting uh, myself, I think it's the most important thing. Yeah, that was so cool that, that you trying shared to make this with us. I appreciate it. And I feel like a lot of people can relate to that, especially those of you who are in college right now. College is a super tough time. And um, a lot of people suffer from anxiety in college. And um, yeah, to see that... You True, true, true. I think our generation uh, is a common sense that everybody's becoming a little bit anxious. Yeah. I think it's really yeah. funny to see on TikTok. <laughs> it is two different worlds that we live in, the Instagram world and the TikTok world. Yeah, and the TikTok, everybody's open about their anxiety, about their depression, about everything. In the Instagram yeah. world, everybody's perfect, living their Mykonos life and vacation. So um, I'm, I'm really excited to this new generation that is coming through this TikTok world and yeah, talking definitely. openly and about that because I think it's really and I think important. that sums up perfectly the, the anxiety in social media and all that. And uh, so this guy, he says on the book that social media makes you compare the highlight reel and the highlights of someone's life with your backstage. So living like life is your backstage you see on a daily basis the good the bad and the ugly and on instagram you see only the good you see only the highlights you see only what's what the person is trying to show you not not actually her or his life so um it's definitely definitely can help making people anxious and uh, i feel like a lot of people can relate to that and it's nice to see a guy that works in marketing talking about it and uh, I appreciate that comment. I feel like it's great. And a lot of people can re relate to that too. But moving on, I want to, and this is actually a cool, a cool question. And uh, I love asking this people, but if you could have dinner with anyone, dead or alive, who would you have dinner with? I feel like that's such a cool question. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. You could have. It is. It is a cool question. I don't know nowadays. Anyone? Uh, let anyone. me think. Anyone. That are alive. Actually, anyone. I think because of my uh, story of dyslexia, I always talked about this person is Richard Branson, and also admire his case study and like Virgin and everything. So I'd love to have a dinner with him and talk about with someone that has the same issues that I had have and talk about my problems yeah. with him and like how he solved and became who he is. I think that would be really interesting. Uh, I think it would be a nice conversation. I would learn a lot from that. 
But in a more silly way, I would love to have dinner with Kim Kardashian to understand also about her business and case Maybe studies. Maybe you can do that meeting on space. Um, now, uh, I think both of them would be perfect in a meeting. Go space, you know? so you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. Two great choices. Um, true, I would love that. I, would love, love, I, I wish I could see that dinner, honestly. <laughs> but, um, but look, <laughs> you're in the area that... It's popping right now. Marketing is popping right now, especially with social media and all that. And I wanted to ask you, what's the biggest area related to, to marketing, to your area of work that you're most curious about? Or what are some of the things that you're researching right now in, in your day-to-day -day life? I think in my day-to-day -day life now, um, we are in a timeline uh, of worlds that all social medias end up dying and renewing, dying and renewing. And I'm trying to do a research on Telegram. Um, tel uh, I think it's Telegram in the United States as well. That I think will be the next popping up uh, social media because I think um, it's mm -hmm. a social media that it is becoming really strong and people are going there to every type of business. So my research now is more about telling it and knowing about this social media to be able to not be behind because it's a, it's a world that we, we can't be behind. We have always to be reinventing ourselves and doing more research. And I think the next uh, big social media will be Telegram uh, for businesses to be able to uh, share information and share paid information. Um, yeah, definitely. And I think Telegram it's, is popping it's really right now, and, uh, and I, I have feel like it gives you many options that. to to produce content and to to actually share content. Uh, that being paid or unpaid or free, um, it, it's yeah. it's a great way to do it. So, moving on to our first interview question, and um, so okay, so let's let's yeah. take a trip down memory lane right now. Uh, you're just out of high school in Brazil, uh, or as you told. At 16 in Switzerland, what's your next step? I know you talked a little bit about it, but how was that decision of like living in Switzerland? So my decision of living in Switzerland was a little bit of a mess. I didn't, I didn't know what to go to because I was waiting to the university to reply. And then when Regents uh, accepted me, it was, it was my only choice literally at that time. It was like I didn't have I, I didn't know how to apply. It was really confusing. My boarding school didn't help a lot for applying to universities. They were really neg negative about my grades and everything. So, and the only certainty that I had is that I wanted to continue living abroad. It didn't matter like the university. Of course, the university matters, but like I wanted to do my university abroad. So like. When Regents was one of the only ones that accepted me, uh, other ones accepted me, but it was not as strong as Regents, and it was not in London, like in the middle of London, I could like literally, Regents is inside Regents Park, which is like amazing. Um, so it was more of that, like I wanted to go to London. I, I didn't have so many choices. I, I had one choice <laughs> and I decided that one and I don't regret it. I really like, um, I enjoy going to regions. I think I learned a lot and 
it was it was really nice. I I loved the I loved the school, uh, the university. I loved everything about that. There, I learned a lot, and also living in is such an international nice. university. No, amazing. Like 90% go still on that. Key. International, Thinking so that about how you well. started, like why did you change from hospitality to go into like global ma management and marketing? Because it's a big thing. Even though both you can do like with people and stuff, but it's still a big change. And yeah. how? How did you end up there? I ended up there because. I, I I first wanted hospitality because I don't know I wanted to stay in Switzerland and I found really nice schools in Switzerland and then I went to my dad and said like Dad I want to do hospitality I really want to do go to Glion and he was like Felipe that's not you uh, in a nice way he was like that's mm -hmm. not you you're not gonna like it my dad already my dad always um, told me to go to do something more creative. Yeah. He always uh, embraced my creative side and talked to me about me being creative. He, know, he knew that I was not good at math. He knew that I was not good at English. Um, he, uh, he knew what, what I was yeah. going to be strong in it. I think regions, um, once you go to university in UK, they're not the most organized system. So like they do tell you when you're gonna have exams, but you really have to go after everything in the university. So I think that's the first step. Also living alone, uh, not school related with regions, but living alone in a, such a big city and being alone, having to cook, to clean, to do that and everything in a house basis, you ended up learning a lot in such a young age. However, I think regions had a lot of like job fairs that you were able to talk with such amazing people. Um, they used to invite a lot of nice people to go and talk there. Uh, the luminize were ama amazing. You could have conversations with them by email. You also like could, um, they used to invite a lot of alumni to go and talk and you could go to the meetings. And I used to, I, I used to love to go to those uh, events to be able to learn and to do the most of my university, you know, choose every resource they had. Um, but my first job that I found that I, it was 1001 stories. I, did their social media platform I found in a job fair in Regents University. So I was just there popping by. I was in the smoking area and I decided to go to the to the job fair. Because wow. why not? And then I went to the job fair and started to have a conversation with the CEO of the company that day. It was a company with two women and they they helped me to find my first job. So they, they, they found my first job. It was an internship. And I learned a lot in that job. Yeah, I, I'm sure you did. And internships can help you gain experience while still studying, which is great. And um, get that extra experience before you go ahead and apply for a full-time job. It's key, because when you actually apply for the full-time job, you try to have that in your bag which is great. 
And uh, but now looking back at your history and and your career and uh, all the things you had to to overcome to get to where you are today, would you do anything different? Would you change anything? If you had a time machine and could could go back in time, what would you do differently? I think I would go back to my first year in Switzerland to be able to be more focused in high school and less partying. I think I regret that a bit, you know, like my first year of Switzerland was like, I thought that I was just going to stay there for six months. And I, I was like, no, I don't want that for life. I don't want to stay there. So I party more than study it. And I think I, when I look back, I, I think like, oh, I wish I had studied, focused more. I have done IB. Um, it's the only thing that I regret, like in my history. And it's really in the beginning. Uh, I think it could have given me more opportunities because I think it was really hard when I just graduated um, in the middle of a pandemic uh, to be able to find a job <laughs> in London. And sometimes I see my friends that are doing City and Kings and they were receiving job opportunities like that, you know. And I was like from regions and like I was not receiving jobs opportunities like that. So sometimes I, when I look back, yeah. I look back to Switzerland, like it's starting from the beginning with doing night B and like. Definitely. Definitely. No, I was 15. I did. I, yeah, I didn't know that what I was going to do next in life. When you're 15, you don't think about university. When you're 15, you're Brazilian. You don't think about university. Uh, I, I think it's something that it's really, it is really funny when you're, uh, I was in the first, I, I thought I was going back to Brazil to do a name. Uh, I didn't know, Definitely. I didn't know I was going to study abroad. So I was Definitely. just there, just living life, you know, like just living life and everything. But yeah, it's the only thing that I would change, but I don't, regret, sure. uh, I, 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 I wouldn't change that nowadays. But uh, but I I saw you talking a little bit about your friends getting job yeah. offers, and that was not the case for you. And I feel like a lot of people straight out of college feel that pressure because you see your friend getting big time offers, and maybe you're not getting as many offers as they are. And uh, I feel like that could build up such a big amount of pressure on you. And uh, it, it's okay. Yeah. Like people don't get full-time offers that easily so with that in mind i wanted to ask you like how was how was landing a job after college how was moving back how was that experience of like finding myself after college because a lot of people struggle with that and, and you did great now you're on a super cool job that you like like it a lot um but that transition can be tough so i wanted to ask you about that so right after I gra uh, graduated from Regents, I at first I was in Brazil in the middle of a pandemic because <laughs> I had to move back to Brazil. I thought that it was going to, to stay in Brazil just for a month. I ended up finishing my studies in Brazil. And then um, I graduated and I... I talked to my dad. I said, dad, I really want to go back to London. Uh, I want to try to find a job there. My friends are getting jobs. I, I never liked, uh, I, I didn't make a lot of friends, friends from university. My All my friends were from Kings and Regents. 
And I always liked working with smart people. Because I, 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 I enjoyed that group. And, and they're talking. I think I learned a lot with them, you know. And um, my friends were landing jobs. And they said, like, uh, my friend is getting a job in London. I think it's going to be easy. It's going to be easy. So in August of last year, I decided to go back to London and I was still working in my part-time job, uh, which is 1001 Stories, is the social media company that I was working. But I was working part-time, so I was not working full-time and they were not able to offer me a full-time job. So I, was, I went back to London with my part-time job in social media marketing with 1001 Stories. And um, yeah... I arrived in London, I started searching jobs, that's crazy, applying in LinkedIn, Indeed.com, all of those, like I spent the whole day applying to jobs and what was so frustrating. Um, and like when I didn't receive an email back, when I did receive an email back was, sorry, you're not, um, we are not looking anymore and this is and that. So it was really frustrating and like, Using all my uh, social network that I did, uh, I was able to find jobs, but not in positions that I wanted. I really wanted something to do with social media because I really wanted that for my future uh, right now. So I was not able to find a job in London. I became a little bit frustrated. And then I went to my dad and said, like, that. There's no reason for me staying here in London. That was back in December. Um, so in, in the beginning of December, I went to my dad and said like that. There's no reason of going to stay in London anymore. I think I tried my best. I really want to go back home. I really miss home. Um, it's already uh, at that point, it made eight years that I was living abroad. So after that eight years, I was exhausted. Uh, staying away from home you know like I really missed my family I really wanted to stay with my family at that point and I was not feeling my best because when you start receiving rejecting letters one after another one after another I feel that you I feel become that. a little bit like okay yeah. so I'm shit I'm never gonna find a job I'm gonna have to work with my father and I never wanted to work with my father because it's not what I wanted to do uh, for me uh <laughs> So I went back to Brazil <laughs> and then I was like, my mom was the happiest as she could. She was like, now you're going to work with your father and you're going to like be hand to hand with him. And I was like, no, that's not going to happen. And I was starting to get frustrated because I really needed a job. And I like, I didn't want any job because like I could get any job if I wanted to. But I didn't want any job. I wanted to learn from my job. I wanted to be able to be like a second university so I can be really learning and applying my future to be able to grow in the area that I want to grow. So I went back to Brazil. Then I chilled. It was December in Brazil. I was like, no, I'm going to enjoy life a bit. I need to enjoy life. Wow. Then New Year's and then like, <laughs> life just happens after Carnival here in Brazil that we know. Then I went to Carnival in Rio de Janeiro. I was at the pool drinking Aperol. And then my friend was like, 
I know someone that works at Popcorn and I could send your CV. I was like, please, 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 please send my CV. And the other day they texted me like, uh, do you live in Sao Paulo? I was like, uh-huh, I live in Sao Paulo. I have, a, I have an apartment in Sao Paulo. Uh, but here he said you live in Curitiba. Like, no, 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 it's a mistake. I live in Sao Paulo. I live in Sao Paulo. And okay, can you come on Monday to do the interview? I was like, yes, I can. Called my dad and said like, I'm going to Sao Paulo to an interview. <laughs> and he was like, go for it. I went to Sao Paulo, I did the interview, I did everything, and everything went great. That's and so cool. They say like, can you start tomorrow? I was like, yeah, I can. I'm not staying in a hotel. I don't have just a small bag here with me. Of course I can start tomorrow. So I started the other day. <laughs> and then that, that, that was, and I, then, then I told my, I, I told my boss uh, on Friday, so I was like, Okay, so I actually don't have an apartment yet. I, I'm from Curitiba. I'm staying in a hotel. Can I just miss it? Um, can I come on Tuesday to be able to bring my bag, go to Curitiba, bring my bag, then find a place to leave? They were like, yeah, of course, don't worry. That's fine. So, yeah, that was, it was a bit crazy. And since then, everything started happening. And, like, it's crazy, it's crazy, it's crazy. I think after I landed this job... Um, I started becoming more confident. I started becoming more myself. I started like, I, I don't know. I, I started, I actually like working. I, I, it's, it's really nice this experience of you going to work. Of course, it makes me exhausted. I work from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. But it's, I'm working on something that I really like and like learning a lot and doing like the small stuff. Today I was in a shooting and like I was directing the shooting and like directing the photography. You have to film this. And I never thought I would be able to do that in my life and my kids' dream. I never thought that like that I would be doing this small stuff that like I used to see in the Devil Wears Prada movie. And I was like, no, I, I can't believe I, I'm actually. Uh, doing that, you know, like and doing all their errands and learning doing this errands and being it, it's amazing. Like I'm learning a lot and like I love what I'm doing. I love, I love, I love from cleaning the shooting after the shoot at like directing and helping and going to the mall to help all the bloggers to choose their clothes. I really love from all this much the big things and it's it's I, I'm really happy what I, I ended up and I this this beginning not beginning that is middle I don't know this this time of my life I have been learning so much and excited to the future you know like I think this opportunity in be able to be accepted at popcorn and working in Brazil and living this Brazilian life. Let me, I, I didn't know that uh, when I first, when I first went to PopCon, I didn't know that it was uh, such, because when, you, when you're just a consumer online, when you have Instagram at your uh, finger, you see an influence wearing and you don't think like, well, that's really nice to choose that clothes, you know, like, but sometimes 
like they like their clothes of course like most influencers uh, they are doing their job correctly they are selling what they like but there's a really dark side of that influencers uh, world what people are just like there for the money and like they're but but you can see it you know like uh, nowadays when like you're seeing stories and i think the consumer nowadays can see it as well because we we see a lot uh, <laughs> of influencers and like with ads and everything but selling uh, in my world it didn't exist that bubble of people selling things that they don't like uh, so that was a little bit like of a shook for me as a consumer that I buy everything that I see. <laughs> I, I really yeah. like shopping. I love buying clothes. So like as a consumer, I was like, wow. And what is nice also to see is like to see the influencers that are actually like what they are selling. Yeah. Like there's, um, there's a good portion that like they get the product, they fill it, they're like, I'm not gonna uh, send it to my house, I'm gonna see if I'm gonna wear it. And if I wear it, I'm gonna do it, uh, the promotion, if not, I'm gonna send it back. And I think it's the right way because like, as an influencer nowadays, you have yeah. so much, yeah. it's, it's literally your image, you know, like, are you going to associate your image with something that you'll never wear or like use? And like nowadays, uh, we can see in this social media world to rebuild your image is so complicated. It's so difficult. Uh, so I think my advice for the people that are um, wanting to become an influencer or wanting to or not even like everything that you're gonna post nowadays is gonna be there forever so like just be careful yeah definitely um being careful with social media is something that a lot of people don't think about but uh, you're totally right once you post it it's there forever so definitely be mindful of what you post and uh but also listening to you talk about your work and what you do on a daily basis that seems so cool and you seem to love it so I wanted to ask you, not just for me, but for those who are listening who have never heard of Popcorn, can you please explain to us what it is and what you guys do? Popcorn is a social media agency which works with brands and influencers. So there is um, the brands can go to Popcorn to be able to do their social media marketing in their brand. And also influencers, we do their, um, we help them to find brands that best connect with them. And also we bring, uh, in my part of the job, we develop their content. So we are giving it ideas on how to do that ad, how to be able to uh, post more often because Nowadays on social media, you have to post almost every day. You have to have ideas on what you post in your stories. So my job there is to be able to help those influencers to be able to have a constant in their um, in their social media. And also uh, with the ones that already do that and have an idea to be able to give our vision on what is best and how is best yeah. to deliver it. Uh, it. Not even if it's just an ad, just a normal photo shoot, how to build your image and how to create it and how we think it'd be best in 
their social media because every person is a person uh um now uh, you can't yeah. you have to ha know your identity you know you can't be able to to be try to be someone else in their your instagram so yeah i just want to thank you so much for being here today it was crazy to see like all your story and all of the curveballs that life threw at you and like going to switzerland at 15 and, and ending up at a, a job that you love and you love talking about it and it definitely shows when you talk about it how much you appreciate and you like what you're doing right now and uh, i really appreciate you sharing yeah. that story with us guys thank you so much for listening to this episode if you want to check out Felipe and popcorn we're gonna leave their um instagrams in the description so please go ahead and check them out as well check out our youtube channel we're dropping shorts there so cuts over podcasts with videos so if you like watching us and not only listening to us please go ahead and check that out uh check out our instagram is where we basically post any updates that we have are going to be posted there so make sure you follow us and stay tuned for the next episodes thank you guys